This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Another crazy week. Trump's getting arrested. Putin and Xi Jinping are somehow best friends and Jazz Jennings in the news everywhere because they just can't figure out who they really are after all the experiments that have been done. Stick around. That is important to be able to speak the way it's supposed to speak. <laughs> Don't you know, Ruddy? I love Scottish accents. Yeah, our one of our producers, Mike, is probably laughing right now, going, "Oh, mate, that's actually a, that's actually a Northampton, that's actually a Northampton accent. That's not no, even English." Say Northampton, the right yeah, way. Northampton, <laughs> Northampton. Uh, why do I feel like everything sounded cooler a hundred year or two hundred years ago? I feel like if somebody showed up, everything mattered back then. That's true. Nothing matters now. You know oh, her that- dad's a big guy. I don't care. He's not allowed to touch me if I touch his daughter because it's illegal or something. But like, or like, oh, he's a general. He, oh, I don't care. He can't do anything about it. Like everybody thinks that they're like untouchable. And so like male dominance and like your prowess and stuff, like General Northampton and General Cornwallis are coming to an occasion near you. And like all the women and the men are like, we must get the town ready for this event. And now it's just like, no nothing cares. everybody like even me if i met like a well Biden, a big hotshot i wouldn't care i'd be like what's up dude i don't honor people like like i feel like they did 200 years ago but don't you think because of like the decay of our culture we don't we're not looking at those people as like oh wow you know i really look up to you, whether it be celebrity politician like if biden came you see when he goes to certain towns nobody's excited about him coming like when trump comes to certain towns everybody the right people do show up they are excited because he because right. he uh, he earns the kind of honor in people's minds for being something did you ever see the video of biden's inauguration no, no. The I've crowd size. That. No, I saw it last week on Twitter. Really? It is almost nobody. Oh, I literally mean less than like 300 people. Less. Oh, but they're going to blame it on. They're going to blame it on COVID. the pandemic. Right. Yeah. Of course. Well, and, and that's just it. Like going back to what we were saying, like cultural decay and everything you were saying 200 years ago was everything better besides like the awesome accents and things like that. But I was thinking about this. Do you think that maybe just every generation thinks the other one sucked a little bit? Sucked. Yeah. I I don't know because I feel like like a like a I larger version myself. of well back in my day it's right. like but that times like a hundred years and it's just kind of like nothing's cool right I feel like I've kind of been doing that and I've been stopping myself and reflecting and I'm like well 
maybe we should have hope. This is almost like a little bit of uh, uh, giving myself hope, too, because I'm starting to think of the way that I've heard boomers and I other I don't know all the generations Gen X, la la, are talking talk about us millennials like I've seen them talk about us like that. And I feel like, you know, uh, I think a lot of people are rising to the occasion or, or to things. And I think that, you know, people could be worse. And now we now us, we're looking at Gen Z like, oh, man, my generation, we had this and we had that. Like, I'm doing the same thing. So maybe there's hope that that generation will be not so bad as I we're making it out to be. Do you kind of get where I'm going? Like I'm kind of making a, a catastrophe in my head, much like the boomers did with us or the Gen Xers did with well, us. Well, I guess the what what statistic do you base whether you're disappointed or not disappointed in a generation on? Is it That's work true. ethic? Is it uh, ability to be masculine or really feminine? Right, right. Is it your ability to look pretty as a girl? Is it your ability to accomplish things as a community? Like what's the, what's the feature that a boomer would look at our gen generation and go, they're not up to snuff. I think it would be hard work, grit, kind of like you got, you're kind of all wussies, you know what I mean? And then like uh, ability to like conquer things or something like that, like be strong and, and, and whatever, right? Like that's what I look at generations well, just getting wussier, but I don't think that's generations. I think that's government manipulation of minds to make everybody literally more docile and dependent yeah. on the government so, so that there is none of that. Maybe you, then you're right. Then maybe it would have some statistical like, uh, um, support, I guess you could say, but I don't know. Like I just, yeah, I look at younger generations now and I get a little concerned, you know, I'm right. like, oh, no, because statistically there's a lot of crazy stuff. Like as far as like how many are in the LGBTQ yes. movement, I think it's like 20 percent or something like that for the newest generation or whatever. But it might not and, stay that way. Well, so that's, that's what I'm hope. saying. What I, Well, yeah. not even the hope, just what I'm and like nothing wrong with being LGBTQ. But right, obviously, right. if you guys think about it in a really simple way. That has to mean that civilization is not thriving population wise right. because 20 percent of the people aren't procreating. Right. And there's the largest amount of abortions ever. So anyway, but what I was saying is they the people that are trying to make everybody weak and docile and everything like that, they have not realized that the rebellion culture is to be counterculture. What's the right. government wants you to do? Right. Not work out, be dependent and, and drink. Uh, don't don't like meat and eggs and milk. OK, what do you think they're all going to do? They're all going to like meat, meat like, and eggs and milk. Yeah, oh, all, all, like, all the dumb kids are vaping. I'm going to be straight edge then. Right. That's the rebellious nature of we're every so youth. Rebellious. Yeah. Oh, or just as human beings. I feel like we have as human beings a rebellious nature. And, yeah. And, you know, it, I think God talks about that in the Bible sure. or, or they talk about that in the Bible about just our tendency to be rebellious. And it's so true. I mean, kids wake up saying no. <laughs> you know, like I think everybody's like that, you know? Yeah. And then they have to be basically broken into thinking that they're supposed to say yes, you know, which is one of the things I raised my daughter really specifically because she's very defiant. She's very defiant. And it's really inconvenient being a parent of a, <laughs> yeah. of a defiant child. Um, but, but it's only inconvenient for 18 years. And then it's incredibly beneficial that she's that way that she thinks for herself and won't just be told what to do. I have to explain why I'm telling her why, why I'm telling her to do it, right. how it's actually going to help her in the long run. And then she'll agree with me and she'll do it. Well, but I, don't I appreciate that way more than somebody like my, my oldest daughter will just be like, yes, daddy. And she'll do whatever I want, which right. there's an appreciation for that too. Okay. But 
I think that if there was an apocalypse, I'd be trusting old middle child because she's like, don't tell me what to do. Well, and you said, oh, it's only a problem for 18 years. If you raise them good, it won't be a problem in your household. Right. It's not a problem for me. I just mean it's yeah. it's a bother. No, I know what you're saying. It's like difficult. To, to question, to question right. something or question authority or why are we doing this? Right. And it's then, only like, inconvenient to me for so long. Right. And then it's really beneficial and, that she was that way. So I'm not going to smash her and make her. I'm not going to break her and make her submit to me because that that's what boomers would have done. Boomers would have said, you're going to listen or I'm going to spank you until you do. I'll break well, and you. And we still rebelled. Right. And you, st- well, some of them, oh, some yeah. Of, yeah, but you still rebel or you rebel worse. Wait, we're, and that's, that's boomers? when you see all the Catholic girls that go to cap, they finally go to college and then they end up boning the whole football team or whatever, because aren't, like, screw my dad. I'm mad at him. Aren't boomers though, the parents of Gen X, not us. Boomers are the parents of Gen X. This actually makes sense though. Like the pendulum thinking and I just and, meant older people and going, well, no, I think, I think you're actually onto something because boomers, you're right. Boomers would be like, ah, we're going to, we're going to, uh, what's that called in the school switch or, or no, the paddle paddle. Uh, yeah. Like that, uh, a paddle. I know the word I'm trying to, there's another word anyway. Ruler um, paddle. Yeah. Something like that. And, and, um, they would have beat it out of you. So what did Gen Xers do? You have the hippies, the LSD, da, da, da. you know, they really went off the deep end and a lot of them. So that actually makes sense when you try to force it in them. Right. They're going to be rebellious. And then you kind of have a little but then bit the pendulum the swing exactly. swinging now where it's like we don't discipline at all. And all of oh. our kids are fat and have blue hair and literally change gender every four minutes. Yeah. You know. So and then the normal out. ones around them are kind of seeing this and going, okay, well, I don't want this to happen. So I'm going to approach it a little differently. And then when they get grown up and then, or, or they get grown up, <laughs> they grow up <laughs> and um, they say, okay, I'm not going to do that because my mom let me do whatever the heck I wanted and let my friend do whatever the heck she wanted. Her mom did that and she's a mess. And right. all the people that I know like that are a mess. So I'm going to raise my kids different. With a little so, bit more sternness yeah. or a little bit more whatever. Yeah. The, the world though, you know, the, the history has a way of kind of correcting itself. As long as you recognize the wound that was done and fix it and don't overcorrect and cause damage. You know, right, exactly. like that's, that's the thing with wounded people that they tend to do is they you're overcorrect right. and then they cause damage in the other direction. Like if you had really mean parents, you're overly okay with your kid doing anything, or being you know, all over. whereas, yeah. And so it's like the pendulum, you can't allow the pendulum that would swing to swing as far as you would want it to swing. Right. That's the easy way of saying it. Definitely. <sighs> oh, got deep. Got deep. Somebody's got to go there's, there. There's a joke in there. There's a joke in there. Somebody's got to go there and tell these kids what's going on. Speaking of deep, Jazz Jennings. <laughs> well, not very deep without dilation. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll be here all night. <laughs> anyway. All right. I'll let you lead this one. Go ahead. So Jazz Jennings. First of all, we have to talk about who Jazz Jennings is in a short uh, thing, an explanation. I don't know if you've been keeping up with this person, but ever since this person, they were born a boy at four, two years old, apparently, according to the parents, and then started getting on TV at about five or six. They went on some like reality show uh, or one of those shows like Maury or Oprah or something. Now they had TLC follow them throughout this person's life as he's grown up and now is a she. Uh, and we're talking gender transition and everything all before the age of like 20. 
So this was happening for, we're talking puberty blockers and everything. This is essentially the first trans kid that we're seeing grow up. Remember how we've always argued as conservatives that we don't know what's going to happen because these kids haven't grown up yet. Right. This, we're watching it live with this person. This right. is Jazz this is This is our sample. However... The new season, the new season of Jazz Jennings, they are having a little bit of trouble. Can we play the clip? This is the new season. So, um, are you feeling like you wanted to start talking about? Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm like going to cry. I it know. just doesn't stop. It's okay. Give me a hug. It's okay. I know what you're going through. We've been there before. No, it still doesn't stop now. And I'm already going well, back to you, negative. But the more you're talking about yourself, it gets harder. So this is hard for you. I know. And you don't, we don't want to push and you I know anymore. I'm the one doing it. Like, I know you're your own worst enemy. I feel kind of all over the place. And like, my mind is very cluttered and not clear. Understand myself and be able to read my own soul and what I want. And it's just very challenging. And I think I'm kind of breaking down a little bit and spiraling into negativity. All I want is to be happy and feel like me. And I don't feel like what me ever. Me? What do you think? Jazz Jennings says, I don't feel like myself ever. I don't feel like myself ever. Yeah. Well, it's, you know. In a past life, if somebody was je- was dealing with gender dysphoria, it was a mental illness, meaning that they had a mental illness. Yeah. So um, a lot of people, they say that it doesn't go away or that it, you know, actually what's interesting is there's a study that is in the world. Uh, it's called W path. It's the seventh posting of it. The seventh version of the W path trans health, whatever. Okay. Um, it basically explains like how to deal with transgender people or whatever. And it talks about about 80 to 90% of people that have gender, gender dysphoria don't persist in gender dysphoria into adulthood if they're left alone. I have so heard. imagine you got a sex change as a child or later, and then the gender dysphoria would have persisted, but now you're actually in a different body. I mean, it seems like it would persist. I almost like when I saw that clip and the way Jazz was explaining and like not feeling like I think cluttered was a very, very gentle word for what I feel like that person's feeling right now, because that's I don't even know what, how would you, how would you cope with that, with not feeling like that? And they, I think everyone doesn't want to say it, but we know exactly why jazz is feeling that way. No one wants to say it, but they know in their head. And so does jazz sitting there thinking, oh my God, I cannot go back. Like, what is she thinking? What is she feeling? And and I tried to put myself in there. And I like almost like I felt almost, you know, that feeling you go down a roller coaster just for a second. I pictured myself and I felt like that now. Yeah, I mean, the fear that you would have or of like what the future is going to look like, because like, you know, as well as I know, like as we get older, uh, our bodies operating correctly and having like the appropriate uh testosterone, estrogen, and all that stuff really plays a role in how we do like in every sphere. You know what I mean? 
Um, well, and they would argue, well, we can just put it in by taking the hormones. They take them manually. So yeah, that's it's not, not quite the problem. same thing, though. It's not the same thing. Yeah. And that means you have to pay for it forever. That's, that's the other true. thing that means you're you're paying for something forever. Like you're basically a permanent subscriber to the, probably the government after a while, you know, because that's where they want this thing to head. Well, but, so actually, isn't oh, this person sorry. what didn't they transition as a child too? Yes, that's what I was actually going to say. We're going to uh, this is uh, jazz as a teenager talking to her parents about a uh, uh, a sex change. So uh, can we play the uh, uh, jazz at the dinner table? The education. How much of mom's vagina have you seen? <laughs> Be honest. Can we get back on topic? No, like how much of a woman's vagina does a man actually see or does he not, you know, inspect it? He just kind of goes for it. When I'm going to have... A vagina, how much is my partner gonna actually see? Does it matter if a vagina is ugly, like slightly ugly? Does yes. it matter? As if it works? <laughs> Just so. uh. But look at that. I, I find that interesting that they are uncomfortable talking about regular birds and bee stuff to their now daughter. Um had trouble talking about regular birds and bees stuff. But hey, sure, let's talk about slicing open your thing thing with a like a banana peel, peeling it back, flipping it inside out. Sometimes they have to use rectal tissue. And that means you get rectal secretion still if you don't have enough uh, uh, penis tissue. You're OK with talking to Jazz about that. But. Regular stuff that parents should be talking to Jazz about that's oh, that's weird. That's you know, it's uncomfortable. This is weird. There's nothing normal about that at a dinner table from a young teenager. There's nothing normal about that, even if we it was a young teen girl asking her father about that. That's what I was thinking when I watched it. Could you imagine at the dinner table asking your father a question like that? I don't even know what to say. Now, I watched that other thing, that Dr. Phil thing, where that guy's son came out. And yes, he looks oh, like he a cried. linebacker. And the dad's just weeping, you yes. know, or whatever. And it's just like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say. So it gets better. All right. Uh, bring up the dilation video. But with her, I'm worried about like her mental well-being and her dilation. The minute she leaves my house, we have a dilation problem. I have woken Jazz out of a dead sleep and taken the dilator and put the lubrication on it and said, here, you take this and you put it in your vagina. If not, I will. Oh, my God. This is recent, okay? How is this person supposed to grow up? So they have to do this forever? Yeah, forever. You have to do this like two or, th uh, not you, the trans people have to do this two or three times a day. I In think perpetuity that's to make sure that it doesn't ever seal. Yes, because it will continue to to constrict. Attempt. Yes, and try to try to close because it's it's, your body's trying to heal. If you were to replace this video with a video about somebody with a handicapped kid, they're like, yeah, I have to feed him and clothe him and everything. And then we have to make sure we stick the tube down the side of his arm because he got in that accident when he was three and we've just had to take care of him ever since. Like, it's like you voluntarily selected to have this obvious encumbering issue. And how many poor people can even afford to do this? And, you know, like the people that are anyway. Insurance will stop paying for that stuff. You know, that insurance is paying for this stuff. So 
Meaning, me as a, a, a regular, real woman, let's just say I was uh, feeling very insecure and it mentally handicapped me. What if I'm feeling so depressed because I'm a flat-chested 15-year-old and I am having these, I need to have these implants, let's say 18. Okay, I can go and do it on my own. My insurance company says that's elective, sweetheart. Sorry, we don't care how much you're depressed and how much you're crying. And and for some reason, you know, some women could be like this, like they feel like they need that or and they feel like it's too small and it's mentally effing with their head to the point of insanity. We're already kind of insane just on a you know normal basis. Now add that. But no, the insurance company will not cover it. But for someone like Jazz. In an when can we when can we schedule you? Right. At the taxpayer's expense. Uh, or your insurance company, whatever insurance company. Right. Which is usually at the other insurance benefit or, premium yeah, payers yeah, premium. expense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where it's going to go. And then the mother sitting there and saying, I'm going to, we're going to, I'm going to do it for you. I would hand her the wand and, and do the dilation and, and everything. And it's kind of like, I mean, the, it's almost becoming more clear as Jazz is getting ready to leave the house or already has. They got into Harvard, by the way. Um, they are getting as they're getting ready to leave the house at 22. Um, it's becoming more apparent how much the mother is involved in this, like with Jazz and all of this medical stuff and all of this trans stuff. How how involved? Remember, it's it's supposedly up to the child. It's supposedly their choice. This is their journey. How old is Jazz now? 22. So she's 22. Yes. And Jazz doesn't even take care of her own thing. Well, they're trying to make, according to the episodes that are happening now, is they are trying to make her more responsible. Like, oh, we're not going to like getting up early in the morning, stuff like that. She's been having, she can't even get up in the morning. God, we need to check in with, if she, Actually, does, if she doesn't have like a manager or somebody that takes her over as a celebrity in Hollywood and just make sure she does all this crazy shit, we're going to check in with Jazz in 15 years and it's going to be like wasteland. Oh, I wasteland have Wasteland genitally. Oh, I have photos. Oh, that is jazz. Now you saw at the dinner table. That was five years ago. This is jazz now. And that was part of the responsibility thing I was telling you about. They she tried doing a diet. And then because like she was she's eating constantly. Think about all those medications and antidepressants and even the hormones, female hormones it makes you eat. It like, does. Yes, uh, I think a progesterone. Don't quote me on that, everyone. I don't know which one, but yes, there's, there's, it makes you hungry. There's certain, just goes along with the hormone territory. I think I know, it might I trigger know. another hormone. I'm not sure. Why am I so tired? I don't. Right. Why do I keep? I keep like yawning. Well, I know that well butrid makes you hungry. That's for sure. Well, hormones and and these, yeah, antidepressants. How many antidepressants and antipsychotics is she on? Probably a plethora of them, and it's just. The diet uh, was stopped. The diet was stopped like in a, in a very short amount of time because she said her mental health was suffering from and her family was always on her. They were trying to help her, but she stopped the diet now. So she's just eating whenever she wants. Right. So she's not. The thing is, she's not sticking with anything. She's how is she going to be out on her own? Because she's so used to her mom and dad doing everything for her or the people yeah. around her. I don't know. This, I don't feel like this is going to end well. I don't either. But they don't even do gender affirming surgery on minors, you idiots. At 16, the very first medical intervention I ever had was a double mastectomy. Huh. 
A few months later, I was then put on cross-sex hormones. I am now 21. I live with constant joint pain to the point that it is so bad that I have not been able to get out of class, out of bed to go to class some days. My vocal cords ache, my breasts are gone, and I will never know if I will be able to carry a child because there's a good possibility I'm sterile. You call this care. I could not consent to this due to both my age and my mental health conditions, yet you call this care. My parents were baited with the idea that I would commit suicide if this was not given to me. They were told, would you rather have a dead daughter or a living son? These are not the words of a doctor. They are the words of a politically motivated activist. Kids deserve a chance to grow up whole. This is wrong and they are doing it to minors. Yeah, so kids deserve a chance to grow up whole. I think that trans person who was formerly trans, they detransitioned, I right. think they said it best. Kids deserve a chance to grow up whole. You can do what you want after 18, right. but there's no way of us knowing whether you are going to persist in this or not. And it just seems wrong it to really do it. Does. It, it is, really does. It, you have to, number one, you have to mutilate a person. You Horribly. essentially, very frequently, you cause them to be sterile forever, you know? And it's yeah. just like, this is not a free exchange. So, and it's all at the child's expense, their life right. thereafter. Well, Jordan Peterson said something about that recently. He was talking about this uh, woman who was talking at some public event. And he, she said, one of my kids is trans and one of my kids is pan something, 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 something. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, well, let's do the math there. You know, and he started going over the math. And he said, so you're telling me that there's a one in one million chance that one of your children is this. And then the same probability for the other child to be pansexual is less than 10,000 million times. So you've convinced one of them to be this way and you are to blame, you know? And he's like, so you're a crazy individual who's enforcing these things to your children. And I'm just like, that's true. It is. It really is. It's well, so crazy. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, homeschool your kids. <sighs> Let's move on to Moving something on. a little bit uh, Trump fluffier. arrest. Or oh, something. Is there anything fluffier? Do we got anything fluffy? That's about it. The worst is the next one is even less fluffy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so essentially Stormy Daniels, which is the ex-porn star who was trying to go after Trump for something. Um, she ended up having to pay $300,000 to Trump for bullshitting. And the lawyer or the attorney that brought that thing forward is going to jail for trying to do that. Right. But that same type of thing, that same genre of that category that Trump apparently paid one hundred and thirty thousand dollars to get them to just shut up or something like that right. or an NDA of some sort. This was seven years ago for felonies or whatever like this. It's you have to say something within two years for misdemeanors. You have to say something within five years. So they're trying to attribute it to campaign finance laws by saying he used campaign money to do this mm. so they can extend it longer, even though they have no way to prove it. So what they're doing right now is essentially all this indictment is indictment. Indictment is a fancy way of saying accusation. It's a polished right. accusation. Right. But we don't know whether it's true or not. So I think the whole goal of it is to just to smear Trump even more. But. The person that's bringing it forward, the prosecutor, Alvin Bragg, mm. George Soros paid a million dollars or George Soros people, whatever. He puts his money in Open Societies Foundation right. and a bunch of other places. So they paid a million dollars to have this guy get elected into his campaign. 
And so this same guy is the guy that said, we're not going to criminalize people that, that, that steal subway rides anymore. We're not going to decriminalize whatever they've had like a, a massive, oh, yeah, yeah, massive yeah. increase in New York city for all these other issues. I remember that. Uh, so yeah, this is, this is that guy. And so he's the one who's bringing this forward. But the other thing about Stormy Daniels that I didn't know until today was something from the real Toria Brooke. And I like following this. I've been following her Instagram for a long time. She just got her Twitter back in the last week or so. Uh, they finally unbanned her on Twitter because Elon got around to it. I don't know what little task force of team he's got there finally, um, you know, taking the 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 conservative voices out of jail. But I want to pull these tweets up because I want you guys to just follow this tread, this trend real quick. Look at this. So Stormy Daniels and her connection to the Nixon cult. Now the Nixon cult was the cult in Hollywood that like the Smallville cast and Keith Rainier, a billionaire had started um, a long time ago where they were literally branding their initials into women's hips and some, in some cases near their genitals. I remember they tried to cover up that case. I remember the, the, um, the actress, they tried to cover it up or something like that. Something like that, that, that they were trying to keep the story down. But I remember reading and like, oh my gosh, that's a big deal. Smallville wasn't like super, super popular, but it was popular enough to where like you at least heard of it when it was in its prime. So yeah. I was floored that that actress was involved. And then it was Yeah, she was nowhere. like helping to recruit people. But so I want you guys to kind of see how this works, though, behind the scenes, because I'll, I'll, I'll explain some of these names to you guys. So this is the real Toria Brooke. You guys should follow her. She's shadow banned to hell, but she's got great stuff to say. Uh, this is all allegation, by the way, everybody. This is no truth to what I'm saying. So that way nobody can censor this for saying it's misinformation. Okay. Threat Stormy Daniels and her connection to Nixon cult. So the secret women's society within Nixon called DOS that abused and tortured women was founded because of real Donald Trump derangement syndrome. Um, I don't know if that's true. But um, the Nixon fancied itself a think a think tank like organization that used techniques much like Scientology to overcome personal fears to become wildly successful. They sought to place their members in every institution from art to music to finance industry, whatever. Let's go to the next one. DOS, the Women's Society within Nixon, is detailed in the Amazon Prime documentary, The Vow, which tells Nixon cult founder, which tells of how the Nixon cult founder, Keith Rainier, was convicted of sex trafficking, child corn trafficking underage girls, racketeering, forced labor, and more. Rainier, co-conspirator in Hollywood star Allison Mack, which is the girl in Smallville that was the reporter, Chloe, and Holly, uh, pled guilty to racketeering and forced labor. Neither Rainier nor Mack has been sentenced to the... Okay, skip. Explains the business model. Anyway, DOS was created directly after 2016 election when real... Uh, after the election of Donald Trump. The women involved in it thought that they were forming a secret society to agitate against the presidency. There's no telling where what their money and influence wrought in the unrest that followed the election. While the documentary go, does not go into detail, one witness in a recorded conversation tells about the founding of the secret sex club and why it happened. And, and it's all about resisting Trump. Okay, next. The admission... Uh, this admission sheds new light on the allegations by Stormy Daniels about the Donald Trump president. They're basically deployed against Donald Trump. So keep going. In 2018, two years after the election and well into the development of the DOS, Daniels came out with allegations that Trump paid her to keep quiet about a sex trust. Uh, journalist Frank Darlato reported that Stormy Daniels was seen at at least one Nixon event. Okay. A tweet from the now suspended account revealed that Ben uh, Skies, I don't know how to say that, mm -hmm. uh, the man who said he attended the Nixon Mixer in Hamden, Connecticut in February 2007 stated, to clear things up, 
This is a list of the people that I met at the Nixon recruitment party over a decade ago. Allison Mack, Keith Rainier, Stormy Daniels, Eric Schneiderman, Nancy Salzman, which is one of the head of the Bill and Melinda, uh, not Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, but the Clinton Foundation, mm. the global the global Clinton initiative, whatever. She was a big part of that. Uh, Sarah Bronfman, that's a huge name. Claire Bronfman, the Bronfmans are, oh man, this gets deep. I didn't, I, uh, okay. Anyway, Catherine Oxenberg, Indy Oxenberg, Anthony Weiner, mm-hmm. Weiner. He's the dude one. who had the stuff. Huma Abedin, Hillary Clinton's aide. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Avenatti and James Alafontis, which is the Comet ping pong guy that had Pizzagate. Oh, okay. Which is a conspiracy, but there was too much stuff on Instagram to call it a conspiracy. Anyway, all right. these people together. The secret sorority was so unhinged that they used a, sold, a soldering iron to carve Keith Rainier's and Allison Mack's initials into the members' bodies. For years, conservatives have been telling you that leftism is a mental disorder and the election of Donald Trump has brought the reality out into the light, but the resist Trump connection to the Nixon, uh, to Nixon was completely covered up until this documentary let it slip. And we still don't know the extent of the actions that the DOS members took to resist Trump. Wow. I think I'm about to be initiated into a gang or maybe it's a cult, said Stormy Daniels back in 2010. Keep going. Oh, there's more? Yeah. How deep does it go? It doesn't seem like anyone really wants to find out. The people convicted of these heinous crime, hideous crimes haven't even been sentenced and their crimes have been known for years. That is the truth. There is the branding on different people or whatever. But so anyway, those people are all connected to different things. So it makes sense that she might be dragging this out for other reasons. You know, she's kind of like their agent potentially in this alleged person, the Toria Brooks stuff. But what a find if that's accurate. What a find, uh, Tori Brooke. Good job. Right. I, I got to admit, I don't believe that. Trump did anything with Stormy Daniels. Now, I don't do either. I think, do I think he might have had, you know, other ladies and stuff like that? Yes, I do. Maybe, yeah. But not Stormy Daniels. He has way too much money. He would be able to afford a very, very pretty young lady. Stormy Daniels, even in her youth, was not very attractive. Sorry. Yeah, that's why he called her, unfortunately, horse face. Horse face Daniels, yeah, 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 that's about right. No, I think, but you know, the he this is not the first person that came through with an allegation. The other person went on Anderson Cooper's show, remember her, and she was like, and then she was just completely whacked out, like the CIA had replaced her brain or something, is what it felt like. You know what I mean? Like, she was just like, oh, this is exciting to be here. Like, she was just such a bizarre interview. And even Anderson Cooper was like, uh, all right, let's cut to a commercial. Yeah, I made a funny video about that like two years ago. But so anyway, that is this is the situation. This is the person that they're bringing forward to talk about this nonsense, right? Which she's already been in trouble for, a, a temp, I guess, some fraudulent statements about it. So this is the stuff that we're still going on about. But right now, I have pictures of Hunter Biden smoking crack. I have emails saying that Joe Biden essentially was getting 10% of the money that Hunter Biden was getting from China. And nobody's doing anything. No one cares. And so it's like, this whole thing's just a joke. Did I don't know what's going to happen from it. Trump's supposed to get arrested today. Nothing's happened from it as far as I can tell. If something does happen, Jeff, let me know. Um, but I'm not seeing anything. Meanwhile, all this bullshit's happening. And Xi Jinping and Putin are over in Russia becoming best friends. Roll this tape, Jeff.
Just our two greatest enemies. That's good, Jeff. You know, just our two greatest, uh, you know, potential rivals hanging out together, high-fiving while we're trying to figure out how many more diverse rainbow squad people we can put into the actual cabinet of the president. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's no, like it's true. we've straight up given, given away our sovereignty over the globe. And to be honest, look, there's two versions of America. It's what me and you think America should be and how America has been. The way America has been, has been whoever the richest bidder were basically was able to pay to have our military uh, do whatever they needed our military to do to rearrange governments across the world. That's why we tromped around in the Middle East for so ever long. So our military has been the most strategic piece of toolage used by the elites to do whatever they wanted. I think that needs to end. But I'm more afraid I'm, I don't even know. It's just like, I, I can't pick the best. You know what I'm saying? Like the Russia, China, or the United States, like the United States would be po- like, they would make everybody, they go out there and put a gunpoint and make you, you know, blow a ding dong. That's like what the U S would do to you. China's going to put you all in prison camps and, and censor you for everything. And Russia's just going to beat you up and, and throw you away. If you complain about the government, all of it's bad, all of it's bad, but our two enemies, quote unquote, just got together and became besties because we're doing dumb crap and trying to get NATO to improve and, and push more Ukraine. I think when when Putin says that, and I think this came out recently, like, hey, if you keep pushing on this border, the Ukraine and the U, we might as well say it's the U.S. because that's who's over there and that's what's being used and that's what's money is being funding. So we might as well call it the U.S., even if it's technically Ukrainian soldiers doing it. But Russia threatened to use nuclear force if you keep pushing. That was literally said like a, a couple weeks ago or something like that. And they're just saying, oh, people are t- people are treating it so nonchalantly. Oh, they don't have anything. Like even people that I admire, like Sebastian Gorka, like he's sitting there saying, oh, they're sitting there talking about that silly nuclear stuff. That Don't worry, guys. He's just talking crap. You know, then that means he has nothing to lose. And what happens when you're pushing a country like that or a person into a with a hundred billion dollars of effort too? Yes, that's a lot. We're we're basically the enemy. Yeah, we didn't give them thirty mil. We gave them a hundred billion dollars to try and solve this. That's obviously and counting and counting. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know what to think right now, man. I'm just so exhausted by everything that's been going on. You know what I mean? It's just like every day, and it looks like Trump's going to get indicted tomorrow. By the way, it looks like they're asking oh, him to tomorrow. surrender peacefully, not today, but tomorrow. So I'll probably go live at some point tomorrow on YouTube. Everybody, be paying attention. Um, yeah, I. It, you know what it is? It's a representative of it. Is that what we were just talking about? What is the U.S. worried about? What we just talked about before. Who's like you said, the five, the different gender, a new gender that they want to add, a new identity, a new this, a new skin color for that. It's not just in the White House. It's everywhere. Do you want to keep your ding dong? Do you not like your ding dong? Do you not like your tatas? You know, like, yeah, it's It's the exact thing that you would expect us to be fighting about if China paid to influence everything that's happening here. So we would just stop messing with them so they could do what they're doing now, which is control everything. They've literally told us that they've told us like communists, former communists and KGB people. I forget the name, the famous one that probably you're thinking about too. Yeah. Okay. Literally told us what was going to happen and it's happening Mm -hmm. in real time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where this ends. Uh, 2024. 
2024, the election is, I mean, like imagine Trump gets in, the war ends day one. That's, I mean, that's gotta happen. And then if the war is, if the war is still going by then, I mean, who even knows? I mean, really, I, I don't even know what their, what their goal is with this, whatever it is. You can't imagine that Biden's not cooperating with Xi Jinping. So it's like, this is like, they're, everybody's two-faced. You never know what anybody's real agenda is, except all of a sudden America's weaker on the entire world stage somehow, because the values and the core that Americans actually have the bill of rights and all that, if that was the hegemony, but controlling the world still that idea of a thing that should be the bill of rights mm -hmm. that does not allow for China, Russia, all these other countries that want to do evil shit to their citizens. You can't, if the world police has a higher standard of morality and how you have to treat your people than you do. Right. So what they've done essentially knowing, imagine if Trump gets back in, well, he believes in the bill of rights. He believes in not allowing people to suffer needlessly and all that. He would get in the way of a lot of the tortures and the organ harvesting and the yes. stuff that all these other countries do all the time and the mass censorship and the mass surveillance that they want to in, in, in employ. And so it makes sense that what they were doing is paying the person in charge of the strongest, you know, economy and the strongest thing in the world yeah. to kill itself so that it's that the out of the way. way. That was the only way it could be done because they couldn't do it like they couldn't do it with a real war. Right. right. Exactly. So they had, had to, to come in from the inside just like this. Yeah. And they're doing it. And here we are two years into basically the most, the most heinous presidency and, and they're it's making a mockery done. out of everything. No. And you know what you just said? It's I, not done. No, exactly. It's not even done. That's what's so scary. And the thing is, is that, what you're saying, oh, if Trump gets in, I don't think it's going to happen. You know why? Why isn't this happens? This has been happening almost every election now. The voting machines. As soon as elections are done, we talk about them for a month and poof. Poof. They don't ever talk about them again that we need to address that. I get that because I know what the Republicans, the Republicans are saying, oh, well, we, we need to do what they do and we need to go ballot to harvest. ballot and, and do that stuff. And I that's love cool. It. I love it. That's fine. Fix the f***ing machine. But not if the electronic bullshit can be hacked, which we know that it can. Yes. We know that it can. And by, by that, I mean that we watched the guy in the courtroom hack it. Remember? Yeah. He logged in. They were like, there is oh no way God, to connect to it. He was like, I'm connected to it right now. Yeah. You give someone a USB. Boom. Easy. Yeah. E somebody easily swayed, which are, could be uh, easily swayed poll workers, things like that. But no, we, we do the same thing. We only talk about, oh, the voting machine did this. And people are angry. People will actually protest after and say, no, the voting machine did this with my ballot. But then two years later, nobody's at least knocked on the door and say, Hey, um, so you guys are addressing that voting machine thing, right? Nobody's saying anything, not even conservative news, conservative media. That's why I don't have I'm, I'm a little skeptical, but I'm hoping that we can get people to talk about it. Start talking about it. Start talking about, hey, have we checked on those voting machines? Yeah, how's over Dominion there? doing? Right. Yeah. Well, you know, the other thing is, too, is this arrest of Trump, if they actually try to go through with it or whatever. I mean, I'm sure he's going to get, you know, picture taken, fingerprints done, and then it's over because they can't prove anything yet anyway. So it's going to get out on bail and whatever the hell else. But these next two years are going to be freaking crazy starting tomorrow. Yeah. Like starting tomorrow, it's going to determine like what these, what this next chunk of time looks like or whatever. And it's going to be crazy because. I don't know if I, I have just, the energy for it. I don't have the energy for it. I Nobody has the energy for it. And did you hear too that the uh, charges are, uh, I think, akin to misdemeanors? Don't quote me on that. But yeah. The well, charges well they, don't even, they don't even know what they're doing yet. They don't even know what it will be. 
Oh, they don't? No. Okay. Yeah. It's like they don't, they don't have an absolute because they don't, they can't say that it was, they can't say that it was breaking uh campaign finance law or anything like that. What's in the affidavit then? Uh, an affidavit is just somebody saying that they guarantee something happened under penalty of perjury, essentially. But if they don't have anything, I thought they had something at least like, but it was misdemeanor. It can't be. I think it's like it can't be like felony charge. So yeah, they're trying to make it felony charge. I'm glad at least McCarthy. Did you see what McCarthy came out yeah. and said? Like if one penny has gone to this uh, 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 indictment of Trump, uh, they're going to find out that like he he stopped all the committees and say, focus on that. Like, that's what I want you to look at. And I agree. It's kind of like this is getting ridiculous. How many? It's been three lawyers from New York. Right. That have tried like big, you know, high up in government lawyers. I, I don't know if other people probably have. I mean, even Dershowitz it. was like, this is a joke. Alan Dershowitz. He's oh, like a yes, huge. Yes. Yeah. When you said the whole name, at first I was like Dershowitz. But when you say Alan Dershowitz, then I'm right. like, oh, it makes yeah. more sense. He was like, this I've is a joke. I've just always heard it. Everybody's Alan saying it's a joke. Everybody said like there was other prosecutors that are like, we can't even touch this. This is dumb to even go after. But he was like, I'm going to try. And it's just like anything they can get him for. Like the whole world is burning. And Trump is the last thing standing in the way of like what they want to happen. You know what I mean? Right. It's like. But then they're burning the world behind it and the people that they need to be plebs and the people that they need to um, control and and stay in line while they go after Trump. You're burning so many things around it that they're starting to get pissed. That's what I think. I'm, I mean, I have. Yeah. Hope I mean, I'm I think this is going to be a I, I hope this is a wake up call to everybody. Like you just arrested the former president of the United States for some bullshit that has nothing to do with any of the stuff they said about him for the last 10 years. And this is just some new shit. You know what I'm saying? Or it's really old shit that's almost irrelevant, like entirely. Like, who cares? Did you see the TikTok that went viral? It's doing exactly what you said. It was a, I think it was a black guy, an older black guy. He uh, was talking about apologizing to Trump. And this was recently, only a couple couple months ago. Yes, he was apologizing to Donald Trump and everything and saying that basically like, oh my gosh, you were right. I We've been lied to this whole time. Like, so I think there are people waking up, even like hardcore Democrats, like he seemed to be. Um, people are waking up. So yeah. I'm hoping for more, but you're right. I think I think him being arrested because it's clear now that it's like political is going to maybe make more people like hmm? like get up from get your head out of the hole, you know, and look around. Yeah, like this is obviously like they've been do, trying to do this the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. The it's whole been the same people behind the scenes trying to get this particular thing done. What done? Weaken the United States so that China can surge ahead. And that we can basically help usher in Agenda 2030 because that's who's the, the two. There's two opposing forces in the world right now. Mm. You've got the people, the globalists, and then you've got Russia and China. You don't think they're the, you don't think they're on the same team? No, I think they have similar things that they want done because they want more control of the population. So they agree with certain mechanisms that both of the, both of them are like, well, well, no matter who wins this thing, we got to be able to control people's movement. And so China agrees with that. And so does the so does the globalists. Mm -hmm. Right. So they like they agree on certain ideals. Right. But like they're trying to be able to do their own thing. And they're like, no, you have to submit to all these stupid rules that have nothing to do with the climate, but they'll tell you that it does, but it's really because they want to get control of your fertilizer and control all of your capital. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And China and Russia are like, screw you. We're not doing this or whatever. So that's like, this. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen yeah. in the next two years. Everybody that said there was a plan, you know what I'm saying? I hope they still think that there's one, but like, if not, like, like you're the plan, you know what I'm saying? Like you, like you, you, you better get up and do something. And by yeah. something, I mean, 
Take your kids out of public schools. There's so many things that you can yeah. do. Even I mean, a become self-sufficient. Post. Tell the truth. You know, like right, tell the truth. Exactly that kind of stuff. Like even if you you don't have look to up shout the it. truth. Just look up the truth so that yeah. you're at least knowledgeable. Yeah, exactly. How does corruption work? How does your neighborhood yeah. get its crap? How much money did George Soros put into your local DA race? You know, I'm like, who's yeah. George Soros? How many other countries has he screwed? It's yeah. all public information, but it's just that they know that the people, the citizens, we don't really do that. We don't. We're look too it comfortable up. here. We're too comfortable. Ooh, yeah. We're too comfortable in the United States. Everything's been so good. Why would I look into stuff? Why would I? There's no threats in the world. Why would anybody look? Everything's so safe and peaceful here. There's no threats. In fact, we need to make it safer. Yeah, we should. We should just make sure there's no threats anywhere. We should take all guns from everybody. And it's like, dude, this is just getting dumb. Yeah. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for. Um, Next week's episode, we might be coming on live tomorrow. Stay in the fight, everybody. Stay focused. Tell the truth. Go find out the truth. And uh, keep shedding the good news, man. God loves you. He's got a plan for things. Um, Some of that plan might be really hard times, but at least you get to know the truth. And no society in history besides in the last 200 years has ever lived with as much peace as we've experienced in the United States as far as the like freedom of things. So even if it does get really, really bad, we're just joining the ranks of all of history by going through difficult things. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty normal in the course of human events to go through difficult things. It's just been not that difficult here. And like now the last 50 years. Right. Basically. Yeah. So it's like. Well, more than 50 now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, for right. a while, I would say 200 because like, even though it was tough here. Well, the Great like, Depression, stuff like that. I don't yeah. know. And the World War. I think that that after that, there was a lot more peace. Yeah, than, I agree. Yeah. After but World 200 War II. Years, eh? <laughs> yeah. A little, little dicey. I meant here in the U.S. for 200 years. We've had it pretty nice yeah. if you've lived here. But so anyway, God bless everybody. You guys have a good one. Subscribe, like, do all the stuff. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.